You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 67 of FPEA Connects. I am so glad you're listening in today. We have a fun topic. Sharon is here with me. Mm-hmm. And we have been busy planning towards some upcoming events with FPEA. One of those awesome events is Refresh FPEA Marriage Cruise 2020. So before we talk about the specific cruise, though, I want to let's just talk about cruising and the Sunshine State because, you know, thousands of people fly in driving, crawling, whatever it takes (laughs) to cruise out of Florida to the Caribbean and some very other like exotic ports of call, right? All (laughs) kinds of places to go see. But um, speaking to our current series that we've been doing for the love of Florida, cruising is definitely a reason to love Florida. It is. Right? Especially if you live up there in the polar vortex. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is so easy, though. I mean, just like from right down the road. I live 10 minutes from a port. I know. You know? So I live about 30 minutes from one. <laughs> you can you can like jump on the ship I know. and escape from yeah. the everyday, like in no time. Right. So um, I love that. But, yeah. you know, I want to say we're kind of picking up on our history timeline. 70s and 80s were a really strong boom for the cruising industry in Florida. Yeah. And um, that was, you know, when I guess probably the cruise industry that we see in those started really growing and um, started really driving a huge part of Florida's economy Mm -hmm. because it still does today. Yeah. Um, But let's talk a little bit about, about our cruising history. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) Because it's fun. Yeah. We are we are young cruisers. We are so not in age though. Not in age. <laughs> we are young. We're still young. Yeah. But no, we have um, been on now two cruises, both of them with FPEA. Yeah. Right. We came to so this ball game really late. We came too to late. It very late. But hey, we've got the rest of our lives. Right. But you know what? We were really not sure what to think about cruising going yeah. into it. Right. I so, definitely didn't know what to think. It was an FPA cruise. Talk about planning an event. Yeah. And you have no idea what you're <laughs> yeah. doing. Like we had no idea what the ship was going to look like, be like, yeah. sound like, you know. So we were really jumping into that, um, having a lot of questions that were right. answered. And not that we didn't have people who did have some experience. Because I will say some of our other board members and people connected have cruised. But you and I My have own not. children. Your own children. <laughs> My own children have been on multiple cruises. Right. And I had not. <laughs> So even though we knew people, right. still you're like going into it and you're like, what yeah. in the world is this going to be? I just you know? didn't know anything. I didn't, didn't know what that. to expect at all. Did not know what to expect. So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit, I think, first is if you're a first timer, uh-huh. what to expect on a cruise. Right. You know, so 
I think the first like elephant in the room topic to get out of the way is how does the food work? Yes. And <laughs> talk about elephants. <laughs> Everybody that we ever spoke to. That was the only thing I ever heard about cruising. Yeah. There's so much food. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, how much food can there really be? I know. There is so, so much, much food. food. <laughs> but I think it was a little confusing. Um, the first ship that we went on, I don't even know if they had separate restaurants. That I don't think they did on that ship. On that ship, I don't think they did. If they did, we didn't know about we it. We didn't know about <laughs> it. Where they charged, you know, for extra dining. Right. But essentially, so what happens is you pay for your cruise. Right. And it includes food. And I'm talking serious amounts of food that you can enjoy at a buffet on the ship. That you can enjoy at the all-day pizza, sandwich, whatever, you know, options that they have for different snacks and everything else. They've got ice cream 24-7. Yeah, there is no hour there. in the day that you can't get an abundance of food. That like, there's already, not any time that you can't eat. Right. And and that's included in your yeah. in your fee. I mean, yeah. it's not like this is extra. And then there's the sit-down dinner at night. And this is the funniest <laughs> part of it all to me. We're, we're there, the first cruise, right. right? And we're looking at several different options for entrees. And I'm asking our waiter, who was amazing. I was like, I'll never forget his name. And I did. And you forgot but, his name. <laughs> but he was so awesome and very patient with us who yes. had no idea what we were doing. But, you know, we're asking, like, what is this on the menu? And he said, you should try it. And I was like, but what about this one? Well, you should try it. He brought, like, one of every entree. <laughs> so I will say this, and I've learned this now with a couple of cruises. You do get an option. I mean, you can try everything on that menu at night, at dinner, if you want to. Multiple mm-hmm. desserts, multiple <laughs> right. vegetables, what, multiple everything. I'll take one of everything. <laughs> you can And going into it, you might be a little bit nervous about that when Mm -hmm. they tell you those things. But I will say that some of the portion sizes are kind of geared towards that, too. Like, you can try a couple of things. I know over the course of the two cruises, my husband and I figured out, you get that. I'll get this and we'll share. Right. (laughs) We'll share some of it. But, um, you know, all of that's included. So I think it's important to understand because you go in there and you're like, am I going to be confined to only eating between one and Two o'clock in the afternoon or something. It's not like that. All no. day, every day, anytime. I got a funny story to tell you, too. Tell me. Suzanne, you'll enjoy this. <laughs> so my daughters, as I'm talking to them about, you know, as a new cruiser, what? how does this food thing work? Mm-hmm. And I remember them telling me about this lady when they went on their cruise with their grandmother. They said they go to the pizza place oh. in the middle of the night. You know how you can get pizza at like two oh, in the morning right, if you want. Exactly. So my daughter and her stepsister decide they're going to go get pizza at like two in the morning. So they go to the pizza place and get the, you know, stand in line. And there's a lady in front of them in her robe, no shoes, no socks, getting a whole entire pizza and sticking it in a Ziploc bag. (laughs) So you can get food anytime. You will not go hungry on this ship. You don't. You don't go hungry. Um, that's okay. So we, we got that the one. Food's covered. That, that's the food. It's covered. Now, I will say this. There are other options on the ship. Right. And we'll talk about those for right. a minute because we do need to address those. Right. Because this could be confusing. The, yes, it can be confusing. On the upcoming cruise that we're taking and on the last one that we just took, um, <clears throat> there are additional restaurants on the ship that are a separate price and you pay you go and have dinner and you pay 
Right. Um, but those are, I think, a little bit more exclusive. There might be like a steakhouse or there might be a sushi restaurant right. or whatever, something real specific. And it might be good, especially if you're cruising like with your kids or something. And you're like, you all go have dinner in that dining room together and your dad and I are going to go have a, a steak nice dinner or something dinner somewhere together. Right. Yeah. Or if you just want something that's not in the dining hall where everybody else is, right. you can find a place that's quiet mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, it's just a separate little getaway. But so you will find that there are going to be some options for that. But those are not like that's where the only good food is or anything right. like that. Right. There are so many other options. I never took advantage of any of those. Mm-mm. And I, I had dinner in the dining room every night oh. and it was phenomenal dinner. Absolutely. So it's not something that if you don't do or it's something yeah. you have to do, it's, we didn't even, I didn't yeah. even look at the extra restaurant. And even just like, okay, so I might ask you, this would have been one of my first time questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not paying for one of those restaurants, what do I actually really get? Is it any good? And right. I would say like some of the menu items that we have mm-hmm. had were shrimp, scallops, lobster. We've had prime rib. Mm-hmm. We've had steak. Um, and that's in the included dinner time meals. Regular dinner every night. It's, yeah. Plenty of great options. Right. Um, so let's talk for a minute to you about a drink package because that's another thing that, man, going into the first one, I was like, what in the world do we do about that? Right. Um, drink packages on the cruise, and this we're talking Carnival Cruise Lines right now because this is what we know <laughs> a little bit, and this is what we're going on right. in, in January. Um, we have the opportunity there to have water, tea, and lemonade basically all day. Right. Access to that all day. At breakfast, you've got juices, you've got milk if you want milk, you've got coffee, you know, you've got those other options right. as well. Right. That's all included. All included. Drink packages really are, and it's called bubbles on mm-hmm. the carnival ships, um, is for unlimited sodas and then, you know, whatever other drinks might be included. I'm not sure of the right. limit. There's multiple packages. There's multiple There's different options. versions. Yeah. Right. So you can get those packages and they're um, an additional cost per person. Mm -hmm. And you would, you know, I think in my opinion, you got to drink a lot of it to make it worth it. Yeah. You get, you (laughs) get a special cup and you use it as a separate station. Mm -hmm. And my kids have done the drink packages on their personal cruises themselves. Um, But after talking to them, I actually didn't do their drink package because they are really expensive. And yeah. I figured I don't need to be drinking that was, much soda anyways. Yeah, it was not an added cost that I felt was worth it to worth me. Worth it to me, yeah, because we could drink different things. And then, you know, you do have the option when you're going on the cruise, um, you you put some money on an account. And mm-hmm. if you really want to buy a soda here or there, you can. Or a coffee. Yeah, it's it's there, special, specialty coffee drinks yeah, and things like yeah. that. So, um and while we're talking, we're still on the subject of food, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's talk about uh, dining times. Yeah. So that was one of the things that, um, you know, going into the first time, you were like, what do you really do? <clears throat> there's an early dining option, which I want to say is like six. Six. And then there's a late dining option, which is at eight. Mm-hmm. And then you can also sign up for another option, which is called anytime dining, mm-hmm. which basically means that if you're out and about doing something and you don't want to try to be seated until the eight o'clock dinner tonight, then you can go in and they'll seat you 
you know, where they have availability. Or if tomorrow night you want to eat early and you want to go eat at six, you can do it. And you go right. in and they see you just you where wait they have availability. They have, yeah. Right. So it's like going to a regular restaurant and you just wait. Kind of, yeah. And so there are some, you know, really some options there. But even if you go one way, say you want to stay with your party and you're going to sign up, everybody sign up for early dining. But you get back like really late from an excursion mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't have time to get a shower and get changed and get to the dining hall. Right. I am not even hungry right now. I'm tired. You don't have to go to dinner that night. Right. Now you won't get whatever was on the menu there, but you still have a buffet you can yep. choose from. You still have uh, sandwich shops and options to choose from. Pizza to choose from. Yeah. Guy's <laughs> Burgers. Have, or was yeah. that only at lunch? Guy's Burger Joint. No, it's. I think it was there. They have hours. It varies yeah, from yeah, day yeah. to day. But, you know, so you have different options. There, where yeah, you right. If you miss dinner, food. you there's right. always food some other time. There's always, always food. <laughs> always food. Right. Yep. So, um, but that's something that you can look into and think about what works best for your family, what works best for you and your spouse. Um, the sale and sign card that I mentioned earlier, that was a little bit of an of a mystery to me when we first got started. But essentially what that is is it's the card that you put on your um, on your person the whole time you're there. And it saves you from having to carry a purse and a wallet and all that kind of stuff yeah. because it becomes um, like your account. So yeah. you put money on it or you can put a credit card on it and use that card to purchase what you need on the ship. As a matter of fact, you can't use cash right, or other forms of payment. You have to use that if yeah. you're purchasing anything on the ship. It's basically your ID card because it it's gets you your into ID. your room mm-hmm. and your gets key. you in and out of the ship or on and off the ship. On so. and off the ship, the key to your room, right? your account, everything. Everything. So um, I didn't realize really going into this that I needed a lanyard to wear. <laughs> so lanyards are a good thing for the sale and sign card. Um, but yeah, that's one of those things you have to keep with you and you need it basically at all times. Um, another thing for me was documents to get to the cruise and to get on the cruise and how to kind of go about getting ready to get there. Right. Um, you can use passports if you have passports, but if you don't have a passport, you can still use your photo ID for age of 16 and up, photo ID, and a birth certificate. Mm-hmm. For any child under the, underneath the age of 16, you don't have to have the photo ID. But you can use your birth certificate for each member of the family to get on the ship. Correct. For the, for the cruise we're going on. Yes. I imagine maybe like to Cuba or different other ones might, ones have, different, might yeah. have different rules for entrance. Yeah. So far, all the ones we've been on have right. been good. <laughs> so we've been good with those. But um, so those are some of the documents you're going to need to look forward to maybe getting an order. And then before you actually go to the boat, you're going to check in online mm-hmm. and print off your luggage tags and the directions that you need to get everything ready for that. What I have a tip for that. <laughs> and your tip. husband should know this tip oh, no. real well now. <laughs> um I recommend getting one of those uh, because when you print your boarding pass, you print luggage tags. That's right. And <laughs> I I recommend that you use like these plastic. You can buy them on Amazon really cheap. Right. And you put your luggage tags in them. And it helps yes. prevent luggage tags from being ripped off, <laughs> which I know that you yes. have had some experience we with. We had a little bit of experience. <laughs> experience with that so it might keep your luggage it might keep your luggage arriving as you would like it that's to. right that's <laughs> right we eventually found it yeah 
<laughs> but yeah, so that's a good tip. Good, good tip. tip. Luggage, plastic luggage tags. Correct. Um, so again, here was another little bit of a mystery of how things worked when we first went on our first cruise. Excursions uh-huh. and other activities in ports. Um you know, excursions, I, I was getting, like, inundated with emails about excursions all yeah. the time. And it's yes. like, what in the world do you do? And and I didn't know what to do. Me either. And I have, I will say, I've been on two cruises and have not taken a cruise ship excursion. Me either. So, from what I have learned, though, um, I will say that the excursions that are on the ship, and this is what you'll hear when you're on the ship and anywhere else, if those excursions go out and for any reason they're late the ship waits because it's their excursion. Now there will be other people that will be offering some of the same similar excursions, maybe even at a reduced cost when you get off of the ship in the port. But they're not cruise sanctioned. They're not cruise sanctioned <laughs> and the ship may not wait for you. In fact, the ship will not wait for <laughs> the you. The ship will not wait for you. <laughs> so I have not personally experienced that, but we have seen plenty of YouTube videos. It really happens. Right. So be careful when you're looking at excursions. If that's something you want to do, you know, consider the ones that are being offered on the ship um, or do your homework really well about other ones that might be um, time frames that you need to right. consider because right. that's something to really pay attention to. Um, other activities in port, though, have been great. Now, mm -hmm. we have done, depending on which port you're in, um, I think they're different opportunities and laid out differently and some feel more like home to us. Uh -huh. <clears throat> and, you know, I don't want to use the word like safe as you're scared, but when you go to a new country, if you haven't done that a lot, like for me, I had never really had that experience. When you go somewhere and you're all of a sudden you're off of the boat and you're like, okay, if the boat leaves me, I'm not getting home. Right. But, um, I don't know where I am. And do right. they drive on the right side of the road? And <laughs> what is this place and how does it function? Right. So, you know, there's a lot to be said for kind of just um, exploring where you are because it helps you become familiar with it. So, mm -hmm. you know, we went to, um, on the cruises we went to, we went to Grand Cayman twice mm -hmm. and I felt so comfortable the yeah, first it was time very familiar it felt, it felt very familiar. familiar and then the second time we went I actually <laughs> felt comfortable enough to get in a taxi and go on my own little excursion to a beach nearby yeah uh, I won't tell them what you did <laughs> in a taxi <laughs> no we had our own little tale of what was going to happen to us. That was going, it all it was, turned out it all safe. all turned out fine. And we arrived back safely. Yes. And I said I would never forget that taxi driver's name, but I forgot it. No. <laughs> he was so good. He was so good. Yeah. But um, So, you know, I think that for me, and this is one of the things that people, you know, um, you know, might say, when you're there and you're kind of walking around, you kind of get to explore it. If you go on an excursion, some of those excursions just take you out to a location and bring you back. Mm -hmm. It's fun to kind of explore and see where you are. For yeah. me, that's that's laid back. There's no stress. It's just fun. And yeah. so we did, we did that. We've enjoyed it. And I imagine we'll do some of that in the future. And some of it depended on how much time we had in the port. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like when we went to Grand Cayman, <clears throat> when you and I and other family members we went down to the that beach monty monty was his monty name monty was his monty name. took us to the beach um we didn't have a whole lot of time on that particular port so that that 
the beach wasn't that far. It wasn't in like three miles yeah, or something. Yeah, it wasn't very far. So that was perfectly fine. I didn't feel like, you know, we didn't <clears> go on an excursion, but we didn't right. stay right within the port either. Um, but there wasn't an excursion in my mind no, that could have been any better right there. No, gosh, that was beautiful was and Caribbean, perfect. And it was beautiful. It was perfect. It was so absolutely it really was. perfect. Yeah. And yeah. a lot cheaper than some of the It really was. So it really was. That's the other thing I would say about between ship activities, uh, ship excursion options, things you can do onshore. You know, if it's something, if it's enough for you to pay to go on that cruise, mm-hmm. you don't have to spend any more money. No, you don't. You don't have to do anything else. You can enjoy the ship. And I will say that. You know, it it becomes kind of appealing to stay on the boat and not get Some off. Some people with our party did That's that. That's right, because yeah. it's it's when everybody else is emptied off. Yeah. Of the boat, so you and they had already seen that yourself. port. Yeah. <laughs> and everything else, so that can be nice too. So, but there are ship, um, you know, activities that you can yeah. still engage in um, while you're there, and so that's. That's another option. I would say, you know, as far as like port activities and other activities, do some research on that port, you know, on YouTube or Mm. like talk to friends because, or I talk to my daughters because they have been cruising before us Mm -hmm. and, you know, friends have cruised before us and they're familiar with that port. Right. And generally they all know like, oh, you want to do this or you don't want to do this. So that's the best. Just research it. It's not as hard as I thought it was going to be to find out about that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I would say too, you know, going into it, get to know your ship. Yes. Um, we've been on, this will be our third cruise coming up and it's all been a different ship every time. So we're going to want to get to know the ship a little bit. Um, we did that through watching YouTube videos, you know, touring the website that tells you all about the ship. That was good. Um, but let's, cause we're going to, we could talk all day about this. Obviously we want to keep it shorter than we uh, could keep it, but um, some of the concerns that you might have, we'll kind of run down through some of these and not, not belabor them. But, you know, one of the things I always heard about going on a cruise mm-hmm. that made me a little bit leery was that it's, you know, a lot of drinking or partying goes on on cruise ships, right? That right. That was one. Right. Um, so I'm going to tell um, everyone that's listening today the way that we approach it historically and I guess as far as the reputation goes, the understanding seems to be that if it's a longer than a weekend cruise, a two or three day cruise, that if you get up to like five and beyond days on a cruise, that that's usually a calmer And it's cruise. usually it's more not, families. It's more families. It's not people who are there to have a weekend party. Right. You know? And so all of our cruises that we've been on have been five or more days. Right. And so that's pretty safe. And I can say... I have not seen things and been embarrassed or felt ever felt like my kids mm-hmm. who are 16 and 12 right now. I never felt like I had to hide them from something. Me or, either. I know, never anything. once experienced the, I never even saw a drunk person. Yeah. And I thought I was going to see a lot of that. I never even saw any. Right. So I think that that was one of the things I had heard that had me right. concerned. And I right. was like, oh, what's it going to be like? And of course yeah. I had just resolved myself to, well, we can just stay in my cabin. <laughs> But yes. I didn't feel that way at all. Right, me either. Um, and that was, we've been on like probably the smallest ship in the line and then the, the largest right. in the line. And I didn't feel that way either time. Right. Um, safety in ports. Uh, again, you're going to locations that are different. And I would always say this, be cautious and be careful. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say that these ports 
in ways that we don't even understand if we're just, you know, really living in America all the time. Right. In ways that we don't understand, these ports are dependent on this cruise economy. They're built up around these cruise ships. Yeah, this is their economy. This is their economy. And so you go into them, and for the most part, they're very helpful to you. They're trying to, you know, give you good information. Um, There's a high government... Presence, I noticed, with, yeah. like, their authorities or the port authority. The port authorities are there. Um, you know, but there are some places that you can go that often you'll hear more stories about stay close to the port, stay within the port area. Mm-hmm. Um, just so you know, staying within the port area um, is a lot of area for the most part that mm-hmm. I've seen. You know, it's right. not like you don't have plenty of places to go and explore. Right. But also when you go on the excursions, those are places that, you know, have good reputations and right. have been sanctioned by right. the cruise lines. And ultimately, it's your responsibility to also just be more aware of your surroundings, you exactly. know. Exactly. You know, keep, yeah. keep your bags and your credit cards close at hand, yeah. I guess. Keep, keep your kids where you never they are. Right. And you're, you're going to be so, fine. <laughs> yep. Um, another thing that I kind of was concerned with was... Um, being able to stay connected to my kids on the ship because of course we're all connected through cell phones all the time. Right. Um, I will say my, my one tip is don't invest in the Wi-Fi or packages. I love being on a ship and not having to get my email. I fully agree. (laughs) I fully agree with my phone ring. I don't want any of that. Um, so I don't do that. I don't either. They have an app that you can, um, purchase. Mm Mm-hmm the ability on the ship for like $5 a person to text within the group of people that are on the ship. Yeah. And that was really, really helpful uh, because I could be in one place and still talking to my 16 year old who was in a different place and felt like it was, it was safe to let him go. I think to make the most of your trip, if you're going with other people, not just your immediate family, well, even with your family, like you said, like your kids, the Carnival Hub app is a must have. And at $5, I mean, for eight days that you're going to be able to talk to each other, like, where Mm -hmm. are you? Meet us in the dining room, what have you. It's very, very worthwhile. Yeah. And um, I would say a couple of other things just to hit on really quickly. Um, Don't let cruise attire. Uh, requirements concern you because there's this thing they call formal nights and you know we've learned especially on the carnival cruise line that we have been on that you will still see uh you know you'll see people that will dress to the nines and you'll see people that'll dress in you know basically what i call sunday clothes yeah Yeah. and and some people are in dress casual you know so it doesn't I don't want to say that to to play it down at all because we enjoy having an opportunity to dress up and go to dinner mm-hmm. and look nice. Um, but don't feel like you have to go buy an entire new wardrobe nope, not at all. in order to go to dinner. That's right, not the absolutely. Way, that's not the way that it is. And um, so that was one of the questions I had. And then, um, you know, cabins and, and how comfortable they are. You know, I found there was ample space in the cabins. Mm-hmm. And... You know, depending on what kind of cabin you get, the layout's a little bit different with the bedding. But there's room to put your things away. The bathroom is a decent size. You know, I never felt like I was in In a closet. (laughs) Yeah, I never felt that way. Me either. And um, so that was a good experience. I think that was one of the things that I was worried about. Like, oh, I don't want to feel claustrophobic. But I didn't feel that way. Right. You know. Um, So let's just talk really quick about our upcoming Yes. I'm excited. I'm so excited. So. It is, it is called the Refresh FPEA Marriage Cruise 2020, 
And we have um, Todd Wilson and his wife, Debbie, mm-hmm. and Heidi St. John and her husband, Jay, coming along on this cruise. And um, we'll tell you a little bit about how this works. I know you're thinking, okay, FPA is a homeschool organization. Why are we having a marriage cruise? Blah, blah, blah. But here's the deal. When you're on the cruise ship, um, we have a couple of sea days. And on those sea days, we plan some times for talks. And Heidi and Jay and Todd and Debbie will be engaging with our attendees that are connected to our group in those talks. And we decided really it was a great time to focus on marriage uh, topics, family topics, because really no matter what you're doing, if your marriage isn't functioning well, your homeschool doesn't function well, other things don't function well, you know, so that's something to really focus on. But in no way, shape, or form are we saying that this is not a cruise to bring your family on if you feel so inclined. So some people want to come and want to, you know, be just them and their spouse. But others who want to bring their kids during that time that we are in our workshops and having those topics discussed, the kids have a million options. Of yes. other things to do. Yes. There are plenty of things to do and not get in trouble. And most of the kids didn't come to our sessions on our previous cruises. So it anyway, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even the ones that were focused on I mean, they're fine. School. Yeah. And so our, um, I think it's important to understand too that like we're doing this. We've reserved a block of like 50 cabins. So we don't have this whole ship by any stretch of the imagination. Right. We're, uh, you know, we're our own smaller group functioning. And so you might wonder, how are you going to know what we're doing and where we are and all that kind of stuff? And so we create a schedule and we put it on our Facebook page. Uh, we do have a Facebook page set up for this cruise group and it is called Refresh FPH Marriage, FPA Marriage Cruise 2020. Yep. So you can join that uh, Facebook page. And we will give tips on cruising, how to get ready to pack, how to do all kinds of yeah. things. Get connected and get see connected our ahead of time right. uh, before we are actually on the cruise. But you also will get a schedule of events and times that we're meeting. And um, so, like I said, we're going to have some of the workshop times. We'll have some other fun uh, fun options to meet up and do some different things. But whatever it's going to be, that's how you'll find out. Um, you can register for this cruise. And um, do that by using our group number. I just want to park on this for a minute. It's really important to use the group number because that's what connects us together and lets us know that you're going on this cruise with us. And that way we can communicate the information with you and know who's going to be there. Um, So we have a group number to give you. But it's also important for me to answer this question. If you're using the group number and you have some other form of a discount, either from being a a frequent cruiser or military or whatever it is, using the group number does not keep you from using your own personal discounts. So it's important to use the group number and that group number, I'll say it here, but you can find all this information on our website. I'll give you in a minute. The group number is uh, 6GHW24 and that is going to be an important number for you to use. And I'll put that in the podcast notes as well. Okay. Yeah. Baseline cost for this cruise is an amazing deal. It's an eight-day cruise. We're going to Grand Turk, San Juan, St. Kitts, and St. Martin. And you get all of the food we were talking about and all of this inclusive stuff. Um, 
for a base rate, cruising rate of $544 per person. Uh, now, you can make some options on upgrades to rooms and things that would make it more than that. Sure. But we have a base rate of $544 for our group. For a standard um, room. Right. For a standard cabin. And that's a two-person occupancy. So, above and beyond that, you have to pay tax and port fees and gratuity. But all of that are some of the options that you have to the gratuities and some other things you can pay up front, like vacation insurance and things like that. Um, the first deposits are due by the end of March, and the final payments are due in October. So you have a little while to make payments on the cruise. Yeah, that's and, great. Um, it's a great opportunity, but you do have to go ahead and get your deposits done and up front. And uh, like I said, we're, we have a block of 50 cabins, but those things are booking up. And mm -hmm. once they do book up those cabins, if we run out of those, you can still book into our group on as long as the ship has availability. Right. But once it doesn't, we're done. Then it's closed. You know, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if our 50 cabins are going to last until the end of March. So I would say book as soon as you can um, mm -hmm. to make that decision, you know. Um so let me think. We want to give you www.fpa.com slash cruise2020 mm -hmm. for you to find more information. Um, anything I'm missing on that one? No. Sounds about just, right. I mean, I'd say join the <laughs> Facebook group page for sure, which you already mentioned. Yeah. And then... And then and then, like you said, you, if you definitely use the group number, but you don't have to register online, you can just call Carnival Direct. Right. But we'll put a lot of the important information you need to know in the podcast notes. Yeah, that'll be great. So we're running, we're running close on our time here. So let me just say thank you for joining us. If you are considering homeschooling or maybe you're already fully engaged, Remember that FPA is your source for all of your Florida homeschooling needs. You can check out our website, www.fpa.com, for exciting opportunities and valuable resources. And also you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, or Instagram for other great tidbits and resources that are sure to help you as you create your customized homeschool journey. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.